This episode of The Sleepover is brought to you by my dog punching holes in my feet, trying to rip my socks off of me. Enjoy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to a long-awaited edition of The Sleepover from Bedroom Studios. Today, I have a very prominent bassist and now a very prominent guitar player, Mr. Matt, Matthew Sanford. For Matt or Matthew? Oh, either or works, man. Okay, I'll call you Rug. Okay. <laughs> so, how's it going, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. Honestly, I couldn't be better. So, a lot of people that have listened to this probably already know, you know, the little group of people that we run with and they probably know you from devour by infection, but recently you've been part of a couple of other groups. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, after devour by infection split up, I, uh, I went on to play bass for Parlangua there for a little bit. And, uh, then I went to play bass for a band called one day closer and I played with them for about a year. I got, I got really, I don't want to say bored of playing bass. I just felt like I could do more musically. So I ended up uh, picking up guitar for nihilism, actually, almost exactly a year ago. Wow. So you're pretty pretty good with the whole, like, doing stuff in between years, huh? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's always been a thing of mine. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about nihilism. What is a nihilism? Uh, Annihilism is a deathcore band. We, uh, we're from Albertville. Well, some of us is anyways. Um, they, they've been a band for maybe three years before me, maybe four. And they've been through so many member changes. And right now we've had a pretty solid lineup. We've been playing some really solid shows. Uh, we opened up for sworn in last summer and then we opened up for angel maker and, uh, traders, uh, this year. Oh. Uh, we're playing Metal Fest in August. Uh, it's looking pretty decent. Still decent. Hell yeah, it sounds hella decent indeed. Mm-hmm. So, besides guitar and bass, do, can you play anything else? Are you prominent in any other instrument or facet? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, I, I'm really good at playing drums. Uh, I, I don't really have the stamina like most drummers do. I don't know how the fuck they do it. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm piano player. I can play a little bit of piano. Uh, I've been trying to learn the banjo here lately. Oh, hell. Yeah. <laughs> put, some, put some banjo and some death chord. No one's done that yet that I know of. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> so, uh, no, not going to do vocals. I mean, uh, I can do vocals. I, here lately, I've picked up smoking cigarettes again, so my, my throat's not like it used to be. Mm. Yeah. I <laughs> you, know, you, you tell me you're not part of the vape nation? I was there for a minute, even though I work at a vape store. I should be vaping, but, man, <laughs> you know, sometimes stress calls for a good old cigarette. <laughs> right. About to, let's not say anything negative about vaping. That might be uh, grounds for termination. Mm. <laughs> so so what do you tell us about your influences like what kind of bands you listen to some of your favorites oh man uh i listened to so much shit dude like growing up 
I grew up listening to like Leonard Skinner and the Eagles. You know, my dad, him being a truck driver, he just listened to those open road songs, you know. Uh, the older I got, I started discovering um, a lot of good tunes. Like I was real big into the post-hardcore when I was younger. Like the used is definitely one of my biggest influences. Uh, I think they got me into seeing music from a different perspective it didn't have to be straight chords and a, a, a verse, chorus, verse, chorus type setting. Like, you could add a lot of cool elements to music. Uh, when I got into Vire by Infection, um, my, my music taste started changing a lot more only because, you know, those guys, they listen to a lot of heavy metal. Uh, I wasn't really hard into thrash until I got with those guys. So definitely a lot of the big uh, thrash bands, they've influenced a lot of my guitar playing. Uh, ba bass influences, though, like Les Claypool and Paul Gray are probably two of my biggest influences on bass. Um, when it comes to guitar, like I don't really have a favorite guitarist because everything I've learned on guitar, I've just picked up over the years. I, I, I'm name myself a bassist and just a mediocre guitar player, but Everyone says I'm pretty good at guitar, so. <laughs> right on, man. I'm pretty mediocre at everything. <laughs> but everybody says I'm really good. Uh, what's that saying? Uh, uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> Absolutely. So they got no trades. <laughs> I traded them all. <laughs> so speaking of picking up a bass, when did you first start playing music? Can, can you remember? Man, I think I was... I was eight or nine years old when I was asking my dad to buy me a guitar. And see, my mom's side of the family, everyone plays an instrument, whether that be singing, piano, drums, just everything. Uh, my dad got me a bass when I turned nine. And I, I've fiddled around with it for, I don't know, four years maybe. And I ended up playing at a band called Infall for the longest time. Man, I was in that band at least five years we were doing it had potential to be something really cool just a bunch of young kids you know no one really knew how to manage shit like that back then it was like the mid 2000s <laughs> oh good times, Man, good times. The best of times <laughs> i missed i missed the 80s and i missed the late 90s early 2000s man the, the mid 2000s was my shit I'm, i miss them every day right <laughs> oh man that was when there was like a huge revival of metal and there was all kinds of shit coming out. Oh yeah, man. All sorts of metal that's never been heard of before, especially like with Deathcore. I remember 2008 and starting to get into Deathcore, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that was the old, that was the MySpace era when job for everybody had that job for a cowboy song on their fucking MySpace profile. Dude, job for a cowboy was the shit. They still are the shit too. Right. So that's, about the the biggest show you've ever played, your most uh, tell us about your favorite show you've ever played, and if it's not one of those two, tell us about the most memorable show you've ever had. Oh man, I've played so many. Fucking oh, also your first show. Tell us your about your first show first. Oh, dude, my you, first that. I do remember that. I I had a little little thing going with my brother and. A friend of mine i think i was like 13 at the time um where i'm from we have this thing called arley day and it's just one day out of the summer 
that the little community throws a parade for it being a town. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> right we ended up playing nirvana covers for like 30 minutes and dude it was so fucking horrible so horrible we couldn't keep time and just it was a bad time bad time but it was a memorable time <laughs> um now my most favorite show and it's honestly my most memorable show is definitely this year when we opened up for angel maker traders because like Angel Maker, they're they're getting to be a big deathcore band. Uh, they've been around, I think, since 2011, 2012. Uh, uh, that show was just so fucking killer, man. It was a small-ass room with a bunch of kids packed into it. Uh, Blaith really throws good shows, man. Like, his shows are the fucking awesome show. Um, just the energy in that show is what made it memorable for me because man just so many people was into it so many people and uh yeah man i played a, uh i think i played a halloween show of yours one time that was a good time too i think it was the third one or the second one uh what band were you in was you in oh no no you were in uh, uh one uh <laughs> yeah two of them you played the very you played the very first one that was a shit show at the uh, the high note that <laughs> year, and then on the I think it was the fourth one. Yeah, one day closer played, and that yeah, was that I was think that really was at the show. Syndicate Lounge, was it not the fourth one? Yeah, that was, dude, the, that, Lounge, that yes. was the one that was fun. The I mean the high note one was fun too because I got to yes. hang out with you guys. But, you know, it was the high note, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's time. That's all about. It's, it's hard to out. believe I was just a teenager back in those days, hanging out with you guys. Yeah, dude, well, I'm only are? 25 right now. <laughs> Holy shit! I thought you were a lot. Nah, older, dude, no, I'm taken. Just I fit in well with everyone, and I looked old. <laughs> God damn! So that means like when we were gonna do the asshog thing, that you were yeah, like dude, fucking I'm, 20. Yeah, I was 21, about 20, 21 baby. years old. <laughs> Yeah, Holy dude. fuck! <laughs> Goddamn. So, so the Angel Maker show that you played was that also the biggest show you ever played, or have you ho- have you opened for anybody even bigger nah, than that? No, man, that what? was probably my biggest show ever. Uh, honestly, only because um, you know Traders—they're a big DIY band. Uh, they're not on a big label of any sort. Everything they've done, they've done through themselves. You know. Did you hear that? Like you my my ear accidentally. And it's doing it again. You're right. Don't call me again. <laughs> Man, my ears are stretched to like an inch and a half. So, like, the place. <laughs> so, the lobe is just sitting there fucking pushing <laughs> buttons. Yeah. Right, but as you were saying, um, as you were saying. Well, oh, yeah. Um, but Traders, they're such a big DIY band, and it, it was just a memorable mo- moment for me because I've been the, in the DIY scene for a long-ass time. Like, I was in the Birmingham scene for fucking ever, and now I've been in North Alabama for a pretty good while, and I really enjoy it a lot. Right. Well, I know you're a very highly sought-after uh, bassist, and now you're playing guitar in Annihilation. Oh, yeah, man. Uh they're in between bands, dude. I can't. Uh, there were a lot of people wanting me to come play bass, but I just 
Uh, a lot of that, I couldn't find anyone I really clicked with good. You know, uh, right? Yeah, you gotta find you gotta find your niche. You gotta find the perfect. You know, if you don't enjoy going to practice and playing the style of music you're playing, yeah. That's the point. And like right now, you know, I got a nihilism going. Uh, I'm playing bass in another side project called Hex Tempest. Uh, it's a side project with uh, Nihilism's other guitar player. It's like a metalcore type thing. Um, we're looking to come out with an EP here soon. Uh, we've been working very hard on it. Uh, Nihilism's supposed to be recording here soon too. Uh, I got another another project going. It's like psychedelic pop punk kind of. Uh, I guess a good way to explain it would be like Angels and Airwaves, but more punkier and more psychedelic-y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, psychedelic-y. <man. laughs> uh, right on. I think you've been hitting the psychedelic-y's. <laughs> <laughs> there for a few years, man. There for a few years. I've been good the past couple of years, though. <laughs> Do you still have? Are you still clean shaven? I just got the mustache now. <laughs> All right, man. You rocked the gnarly beard. I miss it sometimes, but like how hot it's been this summer, it reminds me on why I got rid of it. Uh, nothing, nothing feels right. better on my face than a clean shave up against the pillow. It feels so good. Oh yeah. <laughs> And it doesn't rip the hair out of yeah, your face. Yeah, man. Either. It's like, it's almost orgasmic, I swear. <laughs> I thought maybe you did it because you were be, uh, tired of uh, coming out blurry in photos. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is about beards with me, but I know you're right. They made me blurry in a lot of photos, especially a lot of the ones like whenever me and Bodie was planning that they were dying for, uh, a lot of our Myrtle Beach pictures came out blurry with me in them. <laughs> says you look like oh, I, I, yeah that's a good representation <laughs> you see me when I had dreads and trying to rock a beard like I had dreads for about eight months recently oh man really, yeah, really? yeah man they just they wasn't my thing uh, I really wanted to keep them I planned on keeping them and, and then my grandmother passed away and on the way back I got to really thinking about it and just kind of did it on a whim oh okay but you still got that nice strong Jeremy oh of course going on. man I'm keeping it alive and strong <laughs> is it more like Ron is it more like Ron Jeremy Super Mario or uh, fucking uh, damn I just had this picture in my head now uh, Cheech Marin uh I think it's more of a Cheech now man like when I first started I could see the Ron Jeremy but now it's went into the Cheech mode <laughs> right Ron Jeremy mustache kind of looks like you have the mange uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's do a uh door they make a cream for that let's do a couple of fun okay. questions uh first of all First of all, uh, let's let's say you could put together a tour, any tour of any bands, whether they be defunct, living, dead, you know, trying to kill each other, sue each other, whatever, and your band could open that tour. I usually I say open your tour because a lot of people are like, oh, can we can I, do we get to open the show or just get to go? And I'm like, oh, you like to open if you want to. So your band's gonna open. Your band's gonna open for a tour or for a show or whatever. Four bands, any bands in the world you want, past, present. Whatever. What for do you hmm. pick? 
Man, that's hard as fuck, but I think my favorite. Not as hard as the next one's going to be. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's getting rougher. My favorite tour would consist of us opening and then having uh, Jobs Wear a Cowboy doing their first two albums full, going second, between the Buried and Me going third, playing their whole Alaska album. Oh man, that it would be killer. And to close it out, I think I would want Cannabis Corpse. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be a fucking amazing I, show. I think so too, man. <laughs> hey, somebody, somebody get on the horn of those guys. Tell them to set that up. <laughs> All right. So here, listen. Here's the next question. So okay, so those those bands would be Annihilism, Job for a Cowboy, followed by. Well, Job for a Cowboy playing their first yeah. two records. Uh, then we've got Between the Buried and Me playing their Alaska album. And then Cannabis Corks can play their whole discography? Or, or are they restricted? Uh, no, nah, they ain't restricted. They can play whatever the hell they want. <laughs> you know their guitar, you know their lead guitar player is also the uh, Pustulous Maximus. Yeah, anymore, dude. Right? And like I found that out a few years ago. And I was like, holy shit, dude. That's the sweetest shit. Man, I would love to play anymore. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's like, um, that's like, uh, fucking what's his name? John Five's uh, Rob Zombie gig. That's the Kush oh, gig. Yeah, you know, yeah, for the money. Sure. Right. All right. So next question. This is the one that everybody has. Some some people wouldn't eat, like we're almost not wanting to answer it because they felt like they were stealing the spotlight for it. But if there was any band in the world who suddenly had an opening come up and they asked you, "Hey, we want you to, you know, fill the void." What band would you want to join, and what position would you want to take? Oh man, uh, dude, that is a hard one. Yeah. Uh, I think no, I got I got two here. If a freak accident happened and Les Claypool broke both of his hands, <laughs> I would pick up playing bass for Primus. <laughs> Jesus, he could have he could just was setting a tour out. He didn't have to break his hands. What's the matter, you say this? Well, like I feel like you know if he wants to get hit by a fucking car and die, I'd take his job. Okay. Meet like it'd be hard to replicate that. You know what I mean? Uh now if I was playing guitar for an open like if I had to go and fill a void for a guitar player. I honestly think I would travel back in time and join all that remains before they got big. Because, you know, the first two albums was the fucking shit, dude. Right. It really wasn't until after, um, what was that one? Wasn't the one with the the guy who was facing the wall and calling all the ideals? Yeah, that's the one that has six. Yeah. the calling, I like think, that, on that album well. was probably the one album that his the vocalist lows and highs were so fucking just ear screeching, man. I loved it. <laughs> oh yes, that was probably my favorite All That Remains album. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, real quick let's uh, let's talk about your plans. You already mentioned that Annihilism and your other projects have got some recording in the work. You got any big shows lined up uh, coming up? 
But yeah, man, Annihilism's playing Metal Fest and Huntsville at 11th frame, August 31st. Uh, we do have pre-sale tickets for it for $10, so you can hit up anyone in the band. There's 15 bands on it, so it's going to be a hell of a time. Holy shit. What day is that on? August uh, 31st. It's a Saturday. 31st? It's a Saturday. Okay. No. Try to get off. Yeah, dude, you, should, you totally should. I think there's even some like Birmingham metal bands coming up and playing it. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, jo- Joshua yeah. Bashaw, he is a phenomenal sound guy, and he definitely helps keeping the scene alive up there, for sure. Right on. Huntsville has a very strong punk metal oh, scene. Yeah, dude, and I've noticed recently that it's just gotten better and better. Like. Birmingham scene was pretty damn good there for a while when I was playing down there a lot, but I've noticed it's locked mm-hmm. off a lot in the past couple of years, and that saddens me a little bit. I think it's all the indie hippies are like moving in, taking over. <laughs> hey man, some of that indie hippie stuff's pretty fucking good. Have you listened to Noel? I have not. Spell that. Is like man, they're from Birmingham. You need to check out Noel. Like it's very, very fuzzy stuff. Uh, I saw them at an album release show at a. It's a little record shop down there in Birmingham. I can't ever remember the name of it. Uh, still record stage. Yeah, man. There's one down there. It it held their uh, album release show. It, It was a killer fucking time, man. Like. Yeah, um, I I don't really know how to describe their sound. It, it's just real fuzzy rock, you know, like garage rock. Man, sort of? check them out, dude. That's all I can say is check them out. That Noel N U L L, really cool dude. <laughs> N U L. Okay, I thought you were saying Noel, like K N O L double L. Jesus, sorry, dude. So I was right. We got that tone. Okay, so Noel just got a shout out from Matt Sanford. Check those guys out because he says so. <laughs> or he'll come to your house and probably snuggle you. Hey, you got to check out Catabasis too. Like, uh, really cool fucking dudes, man. They're doing big stuff. And so is Kill right. from Florence. They're doing big shit too. So we got Kill from Florence and uh, Catabasis. K A T A B A S I S. I might not be pronouncing it right. And if I'm not, sorry, Blake. <laughs> right on so we got three bands uh, from all over the fucking state when you check out Noel's from Birmingham uh, uh, Shish Kebab what did you say uh, Kata- uh, Katabasis Katabasis they're from uh, they're from all over I think I think mostly North Alabama I think is where they say they're from and then Kill from yeah. Florence Okay, you guys got uh, a couple of shout-outs from uh, Matt Sanford here. Uh, return to favor, guys, because uh, he deserves it. Oh, man, those guys. Maybe give him a, they're doing big shit, man. Maybe, maybe let Matt hold a dollar, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> All right, man. I think we've just about covered it. Now, tell re- recap again one time. Uh, what is the show? It's August 31st, and where is it in Huntsville? Uh, the 11th frame in Madison, Alabama. It's Metal Fest. Uh, just be on the lookout for event pages. There's a fuck ton of them going around, Bun- a bunch of flyers around. Uh, hit up. And pre-sale, pre-sale tickets uh, $10, the band man. is how much? 
I think it's 15, or it might be 12. 12 or 15, one or the other. Save save yourself some money. And I'll even deliver those bitches. (laughs) Oh, shit. Free delivery service soon. You don't get that from Ticketmaster. (laughs) They're like, hey, you want to buy some tickets? That's going to cost you. Right? Well, all right, man. This has been fucking fun, fucking phenomenal. It's good to hear from I you know, again. I heard from you in a while. Let's not make it forever right, again. <laughs> right? I know, man. That's like, well, basically what I'm telling everybody that I'm talking to you on this show is, what the fuck are we talking? <laughs> but anyway, that's that'll do it for this edition of the Sleepover. This has been Matt Sanford from Annihilism and forty other projects <laughs> that he's got going on. Uh, I love Say you, dude. Night, Appreciate it. <laughs>